recorded live at 4ZZZ Studios, Mianjin, Brisbane on 102.1 FM and broadcast across Australia on the Community Radio Network. You're listening to Z Games. Z Games brings you the best in gaming news, reviews, community and culture. Want to reach out? Share your hot take? Or do you just want to share your favourite game? Find us on socials at ZEDGamesAU. This is Z Games! Woo! <laughs> I am your host Paul tonight and joining me are my good friends Maylee. Hello. And Cam. I got so confused. I caught, caught off guard. That's me. I'm Maylee. You're oh, Cam. okay. I'm Cam. Fair enough. I mean, he he picked up the slack and you could have just rolled with it then. Yeah, it would have made Maylee look better. Now I know. Yeah, yeah. It was just dead air. Cam saw the opportunity to maybe explore part of himself that previously <laughs> has been left unexplored. I'm and sorry, frankly, Cam. it's long overdue. <laughs> yeah. I mean, previously we just had to do it in The Sims, but now... <laughs> You know, now we can just impersonate each other on radio. I impersonate, like, I built my Sims to make it, like, my own apartment that I lived in back when I was living by mm-hmm. myself in my one-room apartment as a, as a games journal, and he got so depressed that he just died. Oh, my God. Oh, no. <laughs> and that was a life lesson. <laughs> I, I was I was just at the sad point of my life where any girl I had a crush on became, like, I just had to replicate them in there. And oh. it's like, this is a good review if I was, like, confident and happy. and <laughs> You can learn a lot. From the way people played The Sims. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm learning things about the both of you. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> b- both, like, quite realistic like quite realistic things, but also just, like, really weird fantasies. I mean, it's dollhouses is what we always hmm. do in dollhouses. My, my dollhouse at my house with my children at the moment is filled with dinosaurs. I had to make oh, huge cool. families and then kill them off in dramatic ways. That's, that's oh. That is fun. Um, Love it. But before we do any more murder... Or revealing um, about ourselves. Oh, oh, we're going to reveal so much tonight. Um, Good thing it's radio. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Let's let's listen to some news brought to us tonight by me. Yay! This week in gaming news. Staff at Australian game studio Mighty Kingdom have indicated that they would leave the company if proposed resolutions are approved by the shareholders at an upcoming Extraordinary General Meeting. Key in these proposals is a replacement of the board and a return of former CEO Shane Yeand. In a letter outlining their position, several staff are quoted regarding Mr Yeen's relationship with the studio. I don't feel the working environment will be safe if Yeen and his connections are in charge. I won't stay around for it. If the resolutions pass, you will have driven a knife through the heart of MK and its people. We will not stay, and everything that is currently representative of a business that will succeed will simply tumble like a house of cards. Who is going to do the work when we all stand up and leave? I would encourage our shareholders to remember that they are investing in the people and the talent because it is the people who make the games, not the business. If you vote for Shane, you vote against MK and we won't be here to see what happens next if you do this. Mr. Yeand has posted his own letter defending himself, which you can find linked on our website. Awesome Games Done Quick, the yearly speedrunning event which raises money for the Prevent Cancer Foundation is on again and runs until January 21st. This year's event has featured a first however. Peanut Butter, part-time speedrunner and full-time dog has been featured playing the NES classic Gyromite. The Shiba Inu spent a year of vigorous training to play a game with his custom adaptive controller. 
Assisted by human, JSR, Peanut Butter live-streamed the playthrough, but due to some unfortunate RNG was unable to post an official time due to a game over. Despite this, everybody agreed that he was a very good boy. Take-Two Interactive are suing Remedy to prevent the trademark of the developer's new logo. They argue that Remedy's logo, a stylized R, too closely resembles the logo of their subsidiary company, Rockstar, which also features the letter R. Take-Two have a long history of aggressively protecting their trademarks, including challenging the trademark of the video game, It Takes Two. Hot source enthusiast, documentary subject, and infamous video game player Billy Mitchell has settled his lawsuit against video game record platform Twin Galaxies after being banned and having his scores removed back in 2018 after allegations of cheating. The outcome of which is that Billy's scores will be reinstated in a historic archive showing he used to have those records before they were removed in disgrace. He is still banned. Set your alarm clocks as Microsoft will be holding an Xbox Developer Direct tomorrow morning, that's the 19th of January, at 6am Australian Eastern Standard Time. The event is set to include Obsidian's new Avowed, Hellblade 2, Ara, History Untold, and a first look at the upcoming Indiana Jones title by Machine Games. Video game releases! January 19 has quite the drop with Bulletstorm VR coming to PlayStation VR 2, Quest and PC, Prince of Persia The Lost Crown coming to PlayStation platforms, Xbox platforms, Switch and PC, Turnip Boy Robs a Bank comes to Xbox, Switch and PC, Another Code Recollection comes to Switch, The Last of Us Part 2 Remastered comes to PlayStation 5, and the big one, Pal World! comes to Xbox and PC. That's the Pokemon with Guns game. January 24th will bring Graven to PC and Immortality's port to PS5. January 25th should see Apollo Justice Ace Attorney Trilogy for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch and PC. That's all this week in Gaming News. Thank you, me. Oh yes, I forgot I put that at the end. <laughs> I mean, oh, I'd be surprised. This do there's a dog in the studio. Whoa. Oh, that wacky Watch dog. Out. Yeah, yeah, the news dog. Uh, yeah, a mixed bag of things, um, but a bag nonetheless. Uh, yeah. Mighty Kingdom. Good luck to, yes. to everyone at Mighty Kingdom. Well, not everyone at Mighty Kingdom. The, <laughs> well, the actual game developers the, the at person Mighty that Kingdom. We're, the person that we're not necessarily big fans of isn't currently there technically, though. It's, they just is at risk of becoming back in. I'm pretty sure they wouldn't be listening anyway, because anything to do with games is not really on their radar. Yeah, that's allegedly. Right. We're in the editorial part. We can we can talk about our feelings. We yes. don't we don't have any particular hot takes on it. No, just uh, it doesn't seem like it's a. You know, if most of your staff is talking about walking, probably not a good move. And that, and it's also like, well, there might still be problems that they need to do redress. The company may like. Because I know Mighty Kingdom has had not uh, group, um, not overly successful hits recently, like Clan yeah. and Chop Chop didn't yeah, really that, land. That, yeah. Um, but I mean, it was a good game. It just didn't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's like, it does not seem to be a solution that will actually keep people there that will work. No, yeah. and it's just a, another pattern try of again. Australian game developers getting overtaken by management that have got nothing to do with games. I mean, that's the story of everything at the moment. People either getting bought out or overtaken by management and just te like teens being destroyed, either laid off or just falling apart through that. You know, you got the old um, uh, what's the Disco Elysium team? Uh, Zaum. Uh, Za Za if you say so. Yeah. Um, 
you know, that's a huge thing. Like, I still don't even know what's going on other than some people are definitely bad people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and then Thunderful as well. They said mm-hmm. they're going to reduce 20% of their staff over the next year, which is nice that they just didn't shadow... Uh, do we shadow drop firings? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Surprise firings. Welcome! Surprise! Hooray! Uh, um, and that's kind of because, I mean, Thunderful of... Again, I suppose this stuff hasn't hit particularly hard, but I've, I've actually been playing most of their games, even going back to the ones I missed and getting through. There's some I played through Wave Tail over Christmas. And this is the thing, like I think people you know, need to bear in mind is that just because a studio goes under doesn't mean they don't do good work. You can oh, do God, good no. work and still go under, and that's what makes it really. And there's fussy. some studios that do bad work and they're excellent. They go forever. Yeah, yeah. I can name a few right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I was going to say Game Freak. <laughs> <laughs> wow that's all right i'm a pal world boy now oh yeah, oh, yeah. uh before i get into any more trouble this is it games right. i'm paul and join me uh cam and maylee that's me this time hooray we, which one's you uh, whichever okay and you're still i'm flexible you're still the other <laughs> i'm good oh no the reviews are coming in Hello, reviews. G'day. <laughs> it feels like my son would say here at the moment. He just says hello glasses to everyone. He just loves glasses. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm not reviewing my son tonight. I am going to review a game called The Cub. But before I call talk about The Cub, I must talk about a previous game by the developer, uh, Demagogue Studios, uh, called Golf Club Wasteland. Uh, so 2018, this game dropped. And I have a sl- strange affinity to odd golf games it's just like a basic mechanic you can do a lot with probably ever since like Dream- kirby's dream course and things like that i mean it's basically scorched earth is basically a golf game you choose angle and power and everything else is up to your imagination so i got this game and you're this the, it's the world's like apocalyptic and uh you're a sort of sad man in a spacesuit, and you're, you're just golfing around the wasteland and uh it, the golf was a little subpar. <laughs> but weirdly, the game wasn't about golf. It's certainly got a golf game in it. Uh, it's a quite strong narrative game about uh, humanity destroying the planet, leaving it to Mars, and then kind of coming back, uh, in this case, to play golf. Um, and this game has now spawned two sequels. Uh, one called High Water, which uh, we've actually played a song from quite a number of times. It's a uh, good song. Which I've only played the demo of because even though it's been out for, I think, a year and a half, two years now, uh, it was on Apple Arcade. And uh. there, there will be a PC release. It still says soon. Uh, so I'll find out when. Um, but the story is primarily uh, partly explained through the environmental art, which is really nice. It's all hand-drawn. It's really pretty to look at. But everything else is via radio. So you are listening to a radio station from Mars. So you have announcers talking about things, talking about new news issues and everything, and also music. Uh, it's a, so Golf Club Wasteland is oddly one of my favorite video game albums of all time. It's very eclectic because it's made by people on Mars about both their current experience and... Uh, so you get like, you might get a punk song by someone that thinks it's kind of crappy that we destroyed the Earth or... And also songs that do tie into the narrative and sort of explain what's going on. But they really commit to it. Uh, and I guess I'm going to move a little bit forward to the cub here. So at the end of Gold Club Wasteland, you meet this character who is now the, t- the star of this game. And this game starts before um, Golf Club Wasteland and goes on to after that timeline. 
So now you're playing the cub. But this is a cinematic platformer. It's not a golf game. And High Water that we were talking about, that's a, like a tactical turn-based game about people trying to survive in like this open world uh, that's just been, like the whole planet's been drowned. Um, anyway, so now it's a cinematic platformer and you play the cub. And early in the game, you get the helmet off someone that's come from Mars and you put it on your head. So again, you get to listen to the radio all game. And the, the attention to detail here is wonderful and it makes a great environment. So because you're like climbing, going underground and stuff, you go, say, behind a concrete wall or underground, the radio will start to break up and cut out. You go underwater and the music starts, at a point the, the helmet gets damaged and that affects. And it all layers up and it's... Much like Golf Club Wasteland, it's sort of something that you ha might have to restart a few times because it's a quite a... As far as cinematic platformers go, it probably errs on the more like you're going to get killed by most things the first time. Some people describe um, Limbo and Inside a bit like that, mm. but I didn't. I thought they were quite well telegraphed. Well, the cub probably has a few more like, ah, you did that job, you got squished immediately. But it doesn't interrupt the soundtrack. That's so, good. You don't have to re-listen to things. You don't have <laughs> like, it just flows through. So they normally have like quite long cuts of the tracks and so they can get between them. And honestly, just, just move on to another song. Uh, it's, so I would recommend not playing any of these games if you have the audio turned off because that is so much of the enjoyment. So the Cup Cinematic Platformer, you're this, you're this little mutant child that survived on the world after most of humanity left it and you're growing up. Uh, you're running around, firstly, like interested in the spacemen coming down, then being pursued by them and more story beats along the way. Uh, it's just wonderfully animated, like talking about the attention to detail. All the little animations, things like what we love from Sonic, the tapping your foot idols. Ah. It's got all those. He'll take off the helmet, put it on the ground and sit on it. That'll affect the sound too. Uh, <laughs> um, just love it. And you're like running past like a, a, a glow fly and I'll reach up and try to grab it. Um, and yeah, everything is just animated with real attention to detail. Most areas are pretty custom. Like, you know, there's a few, obviously assets have to get reused in a game, but you're not going to be climbing over the same cliff over and over again. It tends to be pretty custom. Uh, you go through quite a few different sort of gameplay ideas. In fact, at one point when I was playing, because I was at such a moment of elation with this music and I'm doing this big run, it's a big story moment. And then like, you know, I get grabbed by a crocodile or something and I go back, I'm like, I've got too much game in this. In this part, I actually, <laughs> I, I feel like I shouldn't, I should just be fine here and just like running past the pretty things and listening to the music. Um, but yeah, uh, when I, f they first had a demo over a year ago and it was a bit rough. It just felt a bit clunky. Uh, that's all gone. I found maybe some of the later levels, maybe not quite as polished as the early levels, but still like it's a very nice feeling game you don't have those um high-end puzzles that you get in like an inside or something those tend to be pretty basic you're just exploring the world but there's a whole lot of collectibles and you really want to get most of them because you're collecting things like cuddles you're, like you're finding like teddy bears and giving them a hug. You go, oh you've got one of eight cuddles in the world um there's like, only eight cuddles in the world uh, yeah yeah, yeah. It's a oh limited resource there's like newspapers you get little clippings from they got They've got TVs that still work that just have like a crudely animated drawing of, of animation of just like something you will know, uh, which is always fun just to find. And because, you know, you're often like you're in a warehouse or an old building or something. And I'm like, oh, God, did I go the right way accidentally? You know, that feeling in games yeah. where you got to double back. But then the, the robot's already chasing me. I can't double back. Oh, gosh, why did I miss it? Um, without being too um, obsessed with that sort of thing i got through the game with only missing like two collectibles so it's like they've done a really good job of making it feel 
like fulfilling without you just having to look everywhere and scrape every corner and like it oh. leads you to the things really well it's um probably i'm saying probably because since the game is not out yet it comes out in two days i think in australia um i think it's around four to five hours great because my steam deck kept giving me different readings and i did not record myself with any other means uh and since it's not out i can't go and check someone else <laughs> how long it is um it's on pretty much every platform um i played it on pc uh code from developer uh yeah and it's just great and uh now i guess that sort of wraps up my main feelings on the game just yeah just mechanically very sound but beautiful and this is like, like radio sound i mean we love radio big fans of it uh but yeah just a very satisfying experience and i just there's something about their games like as i say I, i'm not like blown away by the gameplay in any of but they sit with me like yeah, i think I about golf to mark with you golf club yeah. wasteland is like when people go oh, what do you recommend I'm like well i'm not saying this is the best game you'll ever play but it's it's cool but it's, it's really cool would you say golf club wasteland suits you to a t oh i'm out that's terrible that's see you next week terrible He's out. He's he's put the headphones down. He's leaving through the door. Good riddance. Good riddance to bad. Um, I can't think of a pun or jokes. anything. Bad yeah. jokes. Yes. That's uh, yeah. That actually was better than anything I was trying to think of. So it good was, job. It was a bit of a bogey. This is Zed Games, and we are back, and we are here with my good friend Cam. G'day. And Maylie, who has a special treat for us. G'day. G'day. That's right. It's bad Australian accents. Crikey. Oh, are you ready to do something with the Bruces and the ladies? Give it a 7 out of 10, why don't you? This is the waddle, the symbol of our land. You can put it in a bottle, you can hold it in your hand. Amen. Okay, I, I don't know what just happened. You guys like went into a trance. Uh, it's, it's Monty Python, yeah. we're nerds. Oh my god, of course. <laughs> nerds. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we're among friends here. <laughs> he looked me dead in the eye and just savage. went, nerds. <laughs> and then disconnected the microphone and dropped it. That was the That's not thing. what we're here to talk anyway, about. What are we here to talk about, Maylie? Murder. <gasps> Hooray! <laughs> well, actually, no. Torture. Oh, good. Oh, it's like, it's murder, better. but slower. I have recently been playing uh, the Outlast Trials, mm. which is the third game in the Outlast franchise. And if you don't know a lot about this series, um, it's set in the Cold War era and uh, shady corporations are, are testing the limits of the human psyche mm. by performing horrible psychological experiments and torture. And um, that's, that's also the uh, premise of this game quite scary i'm not good with scary things no no i I, um i've also been in on this but uh i could not play the first two games they were too much running through cornfields uh things jumping at you and one of the big tricks in the series is that you often can't see but you have like a video camera so you can have night vision but it's uh, got a battery yeah well that that's in this game that's in this one too yeah it's it's well it had to be it's part of its it's part of its thing i didn't love that (laughs) <laughs> but, but uh, I'm not I'm not torturing myself uh, by playing this game. I I don't like horror games, but I love 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 as you might have picked up from how many times I mentioned Dead by Daylight. Yep. Multiplayer horror games. Right. And um, unlike the first two games in the Outlast series, Outlast Trials is multiplayer. 
And there are good bits and bad bits to this. Um, so I also haven't played the first two Outlast games, but um, I've looked into it. But if that's a g- if they're really good to you, like you had a good experience with them and you love that, you might not get that same experience with these games. Um, but I recommend these games. I'm not. I'm not saying. I just just a disclaimer before I talk about it. <laughs> we're, we're edging you in. Don't don't keep us in suspense. Let's get to the meat. The things you do for radio. I ripped out my own eyes, Mm. but I got some extra V-Bucks for it. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) why didn't we get any V-Bucks? I didn't know that was an offer. It's an affiliate program thing. Anyway. Uh, The game starts out with a tutorial level um, that introduces you to the world uh, where you're You've just come off the bus, agreed to sell your soul to the corporation. Yeah, you're, you're, you're very downtrodden and you're, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, look, a place. Money? It's like, would you like to make something of your life? Said in the sore voice. <laughs> I, I don't know why anyone would agree to it. It is clearly an evil deal, but we did agree to it and it is evil because they don't give you much of a warning before they shove you in there and send crazed murderers with weapons to chop oh, you up not, and not before they take you into like a sort of morgue but with people being torn apart and they drill into your skull and modify your body well yeah <laughs> from, you the, have to be from ready the first for person the... perspective at this point i have to ask what point were you like oh this looks like a good idea for my evening like drills the, in the, the head the moment i saw the t- trailer really? 10 seconds in Oh, interesting. Okay. The, the thing that you're forgetting, Ken, yes. is that this game is multiplayer. Mul- it's multiplayer. Right, and that's the hook. Yeah. And okay. not just that, because nothing cuts through horror than your friend running past you, giggling, while some <laughs> axe-wielding maniac is chasing them. Uh, and... <laughs> okay. It, it's it's truly incredible. The, um, the tutorial bit is the scariest part of the game, at least... I've played so far I haven't done all the levels but it's scary because you have to play it on your own and it's like 25 minutes and I honestly was questioning whether I'd be able to play this game because I I did not like the tutorial experience and I am (laughs) I am a wimp but even when the baddie of the tutorial pops out with the the evil llama puppet yeah (laughs) terrifying (laughs) (laughs) it's the the structures because it's it's so much of like a modern multiplayer game where you go to the lobby because in between these trials that you're going through, it's like, oh, everyone's just stuck in this prison and you can walk around and chat to people and, <gasps> and improve your room and get new costumes. One of my favorite parts of this game is when you're in the prison waiting and you, you know, random people, online players are also in your lobby um, to, p- to help the people pass the time before their torturous yeah. trials. Um, the corporation kindly provided a chess board and some tables Aww. where you can challenge other strangers to chess or to arm wrestling um, and one of my favourite experiences was just a bunch of people I couldn't speak to them, I didn't know them but we all crowded around, two of us were arm wrestling and everyone else was just pounding on the tables which was a nice touch <laughs> that they let us that they added that in that everyone could pound on the tables to egg us on it, it is good because it's like you have your <laughs> you have your own cell which you can decorate lovely mm-hmm. uh, but because that's the game they've designed this game as a live service game so it has all the things that you want it had special Christmas events Aww. they get Christmassy stuff um, I think I didn't actually play one of the rounds but last week they, they have like themes of the week yes. and it was like this week there's no healing items or antidotes 
I think the current one is that you're always in a state of psychosis, um, right. which means that you're seeing hallucinations and there's a the Skinner man who is a psychological, Jeez. I call him skinny boy um, because I, he will chase you down and kill you, but no one else can see him, which is especially fun in multiplayer because you're running for your life, terrified this guy's coming to kill you. Everyone's, all your friends are just standing around and have no clue what I love, I love Cam and I as uh, alternate views of, of horror, <laughs> where you start describing this, I start laughing and just like holding my ribs in of like, oh my gosh, that sounds so delightful. And Cam's just like, why would anyone? <laughs> my lord, that's... My monocle popped out. Oh, but both monocles. <laughs> so, yeah, if you're, if you're looking for a really intense horror uh, experience... I think you might be able to get that if, if you played oh, it solo. Yeah, you can 100%. play it by yourself. Um, and you, you could you could play it hardcore, like, with a friend. Like, you roleplay into it a bit. Yeah. You just do less of the, like, giggling at each other. I and think the more friends you play with, the harder that, harder that would be. Yeah. But a pair <laughs> of you one might, could, yeah. could really get into the, the stealth. Um, because there isn't any combat in... Well, there's a lot of combat to you. They will stab your eyes out and... <sighs> Lay you. Um, is this first person or shock you? It's yeah, first person. Oh, okay. It's very intense. Right. Like, yeah, the whole modification of your head and everything at the beginning is quite full on. But yeah, I, I think the thing is, it's also still early access, but it doesn't really feel like it. It's got quite a lot of content, and you can they're doing all that live service stuff already. So you get a really, you get a really full package, and it's just going to get more. I th- mm. there's currently three maps out, and in each map there's several different. Um, trials for you to take right. different objectives different ones to play I feel like if you got through all of it that's currently out I don't know how much replayability if, there is if you if you if you learn the maps and everything too much it obviously cuts into the, the horror of it but also the fact that they're constantly doing modifiers to the game I think keeps it fresh and they are def- uh, they are bringing out more maps yeah. um, between now and release so, so is the loop like you go in and then you have to like kill or be killed and then you survive that and you go back to your cell and you've got like an extra pot plant in your uh, cell or something well you get uh, money and you can um, add skills but uh, I'll I'll talk to the game the first map is the police station um, and the first mission you have is to deal with a snitch Uh there's a snitch well we know what happens to snitches um, they get they ground witches. up in a meat grinder <laughs> in front of you, and it is very unpleasant. Mm. Um, so it's lots of locked doors, um, and you're set loose in a labyrinth. You, in this first one, have to find the right keys to open the doors to get where you need to go. Mm-hmm. And you have to start some generators, which involves lugging very heavy, very noisy gas cans through complete black rooms. Yep. Um, Got to keep those batteries and i imagine up. sound like takes a sound is a huge one so if you're in the dark um you have the night vision but most of your enemies don't so if you are completely silent and completely in the dark you can be unnoticed um which is great but not so great if they're lingering around yep um it, it is i have noticed it's pretty good but um because it's early access the AI is sometimes a bit janky. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm you don't want AI to be too good in a horror game. No, no. that's true. It does make it funnier. <laughs> yes. And 
it's a horror game, but it, it's also a comedy game. It's, yeah, it can be very funny. Um, I was just looking up because uh, I was checking if it was on any other platforms other than PC, and it seems not yet, but it will be on Xbox and PlayStation, and they also have planned as cross-platform. So when the game comes yeah. out fully oh. out of early access, it'll be on all the major hitters. And who knows, maybe the Switch 2. Hooray. Or the, uh, whatever the Intellivision thing ended up being called. The Amico. The Amico, but now it's just an app. Anyway, we're going to call that... The end! Woo! did a review. The, it was really, really good. Now, you're not going to sleep because they're going to pop you in the hood. Don't pop, don't pop me in the hood. My lord. Okay, okay. I to, don't um, know what that means. I don't know. Okay, uh, we are very short on time. So, you, thank you for listening to Zed Games uh, on 4 Triple Z, the best community radio station in Brisbane. Best radio station, full stop. Uh, have yep. you heard Kyle and Jackie, eh? <laughs> oh, wow. I have heard them. Yeah. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> I, I was going to do an impression and then I realised I don't know them well enough to do an impression. So, um, oh, Kyle. D- <laughs> oh, Jackie. <laughs> Stop. Okay. Um, uh, thanks for listening to everybody. Bye. I love you. You too. I think. Thanks for listening to Zed Games. If you'd like to listen to more, you can find us on the Community Radio Plus app or find us on socials at ZEDGamesAU. See you next time.